0: But under three and a half is where I'm going. So I know we had mic issues during all of that, but here we go. The under three and a half plus one ten uh for the Oakland Tampa Bay game is where I'm going. Uh so how about we 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 stick here with the under three and a half? And I, I just all I'll say about that as I was going through it, but very easy to say here. Tyler Glass now very good going against an Oakland lineup that is sputtering a little bit, but what we are going to do is actually maybe take advantage of the fact that Cole Irvin has become a semi-decent pitcher who is keeping the ball down, keeping the ball on the ground. And that's perfect against this Tampa Bay lineup. So I think that I'm going to take this first five under three and a half, uh, knowing that Tyler Glass now should do a pretty good job. And this has been a low scoring series in general. Um, So it's not been a lot of runs. Bats haven't been hot for either team, but the, the, I think, issue would be, you know, what has Cole Irvin been? What, it, what is he going to do in this matchup? Is this the one where he gets hit hard? He has been hit hard earlier this season. But uh, I think the first five under three and a half is where I'm going to go here because I think Cole Irvin's been doing well enough. The matchup uh, should be pretty good for Cole Irvin as well. So I'll go first five under three and a half. So we'll stay there. And the other ones that I did go through really quick, I, I am taking the Mets on the run line. Um, I know that might be a little bit of, hey, John, it's uh, a run line that's at even money. Why are we doing that with the Mets? Uh, well, I, I think, especially against the Red Sox, I think that's kind of the, the holdup too, right? It's the Red Sox have actually been playing pretty well. They hit well against right-handed pitching. Uh, so I think what I like here, is the fact that Nick Pavetta has a past history against the, uh, the the Mets. He was in this division. He pitched in the NL East with the Phillies, and he has gotten crushed repeatedly by the Mets. Uh, I think the Mets lineup has also been decent at home. They've been getting better as the season has gone along. Do I think they're going to maybe crush Nick Pavetta here for six, seven runs? I'm not sure, and I can't bet on it. It's why I'm not betting the team total. But I will bet the run line, knowing I think Jacob DeGrom can go seven, eight strong here uh, of, of shutout baseball, maybe one run. And I think that the Mets will do enough against Nick Pavetta. Four runs, five runs, you know, whatever the case may be. I think they do end up getting some runs pretty easily on Nick Pavetta here because he hasn't done well against the Mets anyway. Uh, so I like that run line at even money. Yeah, it's, it's not the best. And look, that run line, that run line's burned me. That run line is absolutely burned me uh, a lot. So uh, I, I just, I can't do it. I, 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 well, I, I, I can do it, but I, I can't do it most of the time, but this matchup, is one where I wanted to exploit. I, I wanted to, I needed to, I had to, and that was the only way I could find it was the run line. I was looking at team total potentially with the Mets. I just don't trust their lineup enough. The matchup against Prevetta tells me, and and look, if you don't like the run line and you don't like it at even money, but you want to take something here in this matchup and you want to take it at plus money, the team total is a solid play. But if Nick Pavetta. You know, his, his numbers look okay. When you look at win loss and ERA, that's fine. But outside of that, everything else doesn't look so great. And he's kind of due for one of those bad games. And uh, he's, there's been a little bit of luck involved, I'd say for Nick Pavetta but if the luck continues and the Mets lineup has been disappointing at times this season, I can't trust them. I think what I do trust is the fact that Jacob DeGrom will go out here, have a very good game against the Red Sox should keep the Red Sox lineup pretty much quiet. And I think the Mets do get enough on Nick Pavetta and this Red Sox pitching staff uh, to get and cover the run line here. Uh, Minus one and a half, but at minus 103. Thoughts on the two early games. Now, uh, I know J.A. Happ has been good this season. I think the the tough part is I would like to say it'd be Pretty easy. And this is a question coming from Cena Jade here on YouTube. Uh, Thoughts on the two early games and two early games being twins and Cleveland, also Miami and Milwaukee. I'm not touching that Miami Milwaukee game. Uh, I don't really like anything there too much. Now, the twins, and this is kind of where I admittedly get kind of stuck and I I kind of run into some issues when, you know, I, I know a team is playing poorly, but I know they can get better and I keep betting them, you know, for that potential game to do it. Uh, So I'm, I'm thinking here, Minnesota can finally get a win here, but I I just, I can't trust it too much. Logan Allen is a pitcher that they should be able to hit. I think Logan Allen is not that good, uh, but I might have to go money line here with Cleveland. I I just get, I I admittedly, I'm, I'm getting stuck on the twins because they have been losing, but I know they're a solid baseball team, and Logan Allen is not a good pitcher, an ERA of over six. J.A. Happ is on the mound with a 1.69 ERA. This guy should should smoothly just cruise through this game against a not-so-good Cleveland lineup. However, Twins, they've lost their last four. Cleveland has won their last three. I just have a tough time betting on that. Uh, I usually do, and I would say, oh, well, the, the Twins aren't going to get swept. Uh, they're, they're not going to, uh, to to lose this series or get swept in this series, and they're not going to lose five in a row, and it's going to be hard for Cleveland to win four in a row. But I just I don't know, even in this matchup, if I feel comfortable enough for this Twins lineup uh, to end up winning this game. They don't hit well against left handed pitchers to begin with. Not saying Logan Allen is some great pitcher uh, that you uh, should be, let's say, getting into your DFS lineups or uh, that he's anything good, but I just, I can't. I I just don't feel comfortable enough with this Twins lineup to do it. I likely will stay away from that one with Miami and Milwaukee. uh, This one's been a little bit of an odd series. I've been. Uh, I bet it early with Corbin Birds and since I got burned in that matchup, I've just kind of backed off. now Milwaukee did win the last game five to four the first game in the series eight to nothing. Uh, both lineups aren't very good. both don't hit particularly well. Um, we have Zach Godley on the mound who I think is making his season debut this season. Uh, he's not a pitcher that I would say, for the uh, for the Brewers, it's really going to be any good. You look at limited time last season, ERA over eight, ERA over six in Arizona a couple of years. So obviously this is not a, a pitcher that Milwaukee really wants to be throwing out there, and he's not a good one. Does that mean Miami's going to win? I'm not sure. I do like Sandy Alcantara. Uh, he's been doing pretty well. ERA just over three. Uh, but I just don't know enough here. And it's, it's something that, uh, if anything – Uh, I'd maybe go a little bit on the Miami side at minus 117 on the money line. And heck, if you want to just take Sandy Alcantara, the first five, that's fine with me. Um, Yeah, first five, see a little bit more juiced up, minus 134. As they can tell, the the pitching matchup is the obvious advantage. Uh, So if you wanted to exploit it enough to the fact that you're not going to bet that strikeout prop at all, jeez. Uh, But if you want to take advantage of it with the better pitching matchup, I just go full game, minus 117, take my chance. But uh, that's the only one. That's the only place where I'd really go in this one. I just don't know because it's a season debut. And, yes, I would like to say with past numbers for the past couple of years that Miami should be able to hit them. But just too much volatility in both lineups and now a pitching matchup that I know at least I have the advantage in, but just I'm not exactly sure how much of an advantage it is with Zach Godley on the mound and what he's going to look like in game number one. Uh, so uh, for the most part, I'm I'm mostly staying away uh, from that one. So Marlins, if anything, minus 117. Again, on the Chicago White Sox with the team total over, Casey Mize is a very good pitcher, uh, but he's just not playing like it yet so far in his young career. And this is all highlighted, windailysports.com, starting rotation article, uh, very good job and well job done. By Adam Uh, through 49 innings pitch for Casey Mize of Detroit. He has a 6.41 FIP, a 5.09 XFIP, a 17.9 percentage K rate, and just a 9.3 percent swinging strike rate. Talent is there, it's just not showing immediately at this point. So I think with Casey Mize here, you can take the White Sox at even money over four and a half. They've hit it in three of their last five games. That is good enough for me. They're hitting it in their last five games, an over 50% clip, and they're doing it against a pitcher that the numbers are telling you they can absolutely do it against. So the White Sox, I do like for the over four and a half. I uh, like the first five under. Again, for the Oakland Athletics, Tampa Bay Rays that we talked about, the Mets uh, also on the run line, the Braves. Oh, the Braves. Yeah, the analyst isn't really great, and I can't bet at all as a favorite, Waskari that is the definition of volatility, of extreme kind of um, outcomes that could happen in this game. He could get rocked, or he could pitch probably five strong, and uh, this Cubs lineup not hit him. I, I'm not going to take any chances by that. What I do like, Kyle Hendricks has been getting hit hard this season. I think with the Braves, they only scored two runs yesterday, so... um. Not really a lot out of the lineup, but Ronald Acuna Jr. is hitting better again. Just hit a 481-yard home run uh, or 81-yard, 81-foot home run uh, in yesterday's game. So Ronald Acuna Jr. I think is getting back to kind of form again after coming back from an injury. Uh, Four and a half is a number I like at plus 112. And Kyle Hendricks is a perfect pitcher to do it against. Uh, I just absolutely hate the spot that he's in here. Uh, this is all from, again, Adam, starting rotation article that you can check out, windailysports.com. Also, MLB DFS picks and pivots from our guy, Brian. Uh, he has a K rate under 21%. FIP is 7.57%, strain rate of 896 And his three main pitches are all over a 405X slug and a 330X WOBA. Uh, Hendrick is just getting absolutely crushed. He's allowing homers this season. It's just against this Braves team, it's a matchup that I don't think is working well for how he is pitching at the moment. So I'm going the Braves team total over four and a half. I do have the Angels up there against Dane Dunning, uh, but I think eventually uh, I'm just not going to do it. I'm probably going to wipe it clean off it. Uh, So that one I was looking at just don't necessarily like it. So here are the four bets that I do like. I wish I could give an early game play uh, for you guys and for here, but I I just don't think the early game is as much that I want to go for. First of all, the pitching matchup uh, early on, I, I just, I don't like any of them, especially Milwaukee and Miami. It's just not one where I know too much. Obviously, Zach Godley has been awful the past two seasons, but it's the season debut, and the Marlins aren't really that great of a lineup anyway. So I don't know if I can predict a terrible, awful outing out of him and how long he's going to go. J. A. Happ is definitely a much better pitcher than Logan Allen, but this Twins team is just bad at this point. They're not good. They've lost their last five. They're seven and fifteen this season. They're four and eight on the road. Uh, I just. I would love to bet J. A. Happier. here. He's been pretty good so far this season. I, I just I don't find any value in it though uh, against Cleveland. Maybe a little bit of a low scoring game if you want to take your your chances on Logan Allen doing just fine against a struggling Twins lineup. But that's pretty much all I would go for in that one. Uh, and if anything, why not take your chance on the Marlins on the money line as well for the early games? That's about all I'd go for. But nothing truly it stands out to me for those first two. But again, here are the four bets that I do have for today. Braves team total over four and a half plus 112. I like it against Kyle Hendricks. First five under three and a half in Oakland and Tampa Bay plus 110. Uh, I think oliver has been pitching well and he can do well in this matchup. The Oakland lineup is starting to sputter a little bit. They haven't been hitting as well as of late after that winning streak. I think Tyler Glass now should cruise through this lineup the first few times. I'll take the first five under three and a half. The Mets on the run line. Look, I'm going to take my chances. Uh, Nick Pavetta does not have a good history against the New York Mets. Uh, He pitched in the NL East for a few years with the Phillies and got crushed by the Mets a lot. An ERA over six against the Mets in his career. I think the Mets should get enough runs here, and Jacob DeGrom obviously has been outstanding this season. I'll take the Mets on the run line at minus 103. And then the White Sox, even money here for over four and a half total runs. Casey Mize, talented pitcher, but again, as we have gone through, uh, his numbers aren't really showing that. uh, He's just not a good pitcher yet in the major leagues, but that's it for the better baseball podcast. My name is John Jansen. Follow me at J 34. Sorry for uh, a bit of the technical issues here a little bit. That's what happens when you do a show by yourself. But luckily I was able to get seen as Jad who was in the chat. Also Jason Mizrahi, let me know, uh, but better baseball podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Brian will be with us and a full slate to cover from major league baseball. We'll be back tomorrow at 10